4: we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Ring, 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 ring. May I please speak with Zoe?
5: Oh, hello, Lamorne. Let's patch in Hannah. God, I forgot what it was like working with you guys. Welcome to our show.
0: Welcome to our show. Um, welcome dogs. Not like <laughs> not in a negative way. I'm not calling you guys dogs, but you
5: know. What I mean. Uh no, it's fine. You you mean like D A W G. Exactly. S, right? welcome, welcome kitty cats. cats.
0: Yeah. No yeah, well, nobody says that.
5: Welcome, cats. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Hello, cats. Uh, Hello, kitty
0: cats.
5: (laughs) Hello, kitty cats. Here we are. Welcome to our show. I say that.
0: You do? You're a pervy man from the 40s?
6: Now?
5: Yes. I'm a pervy man from the
2: 40s.
5: (laughs) Okay, so, guys, we're going to talk about an episode called Injured, one of my favorite episodes of all time. Yes.
6: You know what time it is. It is recap time. Episode 115, Injured one of my favorites. So after Jess brutally tackles Nick during a game of football, he is so wounded he can barely drive. Winston's vehicle is also a casualty of senseless violence and possibly neglect. The mechanic declares that it can no longer be called a car. Of course, our buddy Nick doesn't believe in doctors or insurance or money, so Jess has to take him to see her doctor, Dr. Sadie, the OBGYN, and she gives him meds for menstrual cramps. After Nick takes the pills, Sadie sees that his thyroid is swollen and she suggests that he gets it looked at. This sends Nick and the rest of the gang into a tailspin fearing the worst, cancer. Over drinks, Nick tells Jess that she doesn't know how to be real and so she fires back saying, well, you never do anything. Nick then confesses that he wants to know the outcome before he dives into things that are serious. But the cancer scare bolsters him to be brave and he runs buck-ass naked into the ocean. The entire crew falls asleep on the beach. The next morning, Nick goes to the doctor and learns that he is cancer-free. The gang splits his medical bill so he won't have to worry. You're welcome. Unfortunately, no one has enough money to pay for Winston's used-to-be car, so he leaves it behind.
5: We actually filmed this episode really early in the season. I think we filmed it third or
6: something. Yeah. And there was some controversy around it, right? About airing well, it that quick.
5: Yeah, they decided it was too early uh in the season, like it was season 1, and we, we hadn't earned a semi serious episode. Not that it, you know, of course it has lots of jokes and comedy in it, but it ha- it deals with a serious subject matter and they felt like we needed to, you know, have a few uh, more st- um, strictly comedic episodes under our belt um, so that we could earn this semi-serious episode.
6: Right. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. If you're going to do a it makes sense. cancer scare episode, you want the audience mm-hmm. to be fully invested and in love with exactly. the characters. Um, so they can go but on an emotional But it is funny because you and
5: Schmidt in that episode, are. it seems like you're just still flirting when in reality... CeCe and Schmidt had been hooking up for a while by the time this episode aired, but it was like you're back to just kind of having a subtle undertone
2: of
6: Yeah, it's interesting because it was all kind of papered over because it was done out yeah. of order.
0: Right. This one was shot, obviously, way before, and so it threw a lot of different things off. Relationship stuff was off. Yeah. Um, the introduction yeah. of new characters were off, Um, but, you know... The fans didn't catch on, so we're good.
2: Well, there yeah. was one it's moment I
6: It's like a little bit of an island of yeah. an episode. There was a yeah. moment in the, um, in Sadie's office. You can hear a clearly eighty-yard line of June going like, "Nice to see you again."
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
6: just really yeah. right, right, off camera, eighty-yard so line yeah. to just kind of yeah. It's so funny. I before. didn't even
5: it. I caught that line thinking that's kind of weird, but I didn't. <laughs> um, but it's but it definitely caught my ear too because I was like, wait, what is the? And then I remembered that over they, drinks, they Nick met, tells Jess uh, that she they doesn't met know in how another, to be real. Was it the and, so and Julia "Well, maybe.
6: you never do yeah, anything"? That's right. There was um, one previous meeting, but they caught it. Um, yeah. and, uh, they caught it and did a little. band aid fix on it. <laughs> Appropriate for an episode called "Injured."
5: So J.J. Philbin wrote this wonderful writer, um, and I always thought she was really great at marrying the the comedy with the drama in in episodes, and was great at writing like more meaningful episodes. I think, yeah. And then we had the wonderful Lynn Shelton direct this episode, who sadly passed away last year. It, I we were all devastated and was she was just such a talented person and so um incredibly kind um and wonderful to work with so she was like an ethereal
6: being i remember that because it was very early on so beautiful yeah yeah, it was early on we shot this and so for me i was still very very um nervous i'd go on you know Hmm. go to shoot an episode and It's a brand new director, and I just remember her being so open-hearted and kind, and she was like the epitome of a safe space. Like, you just knew you could ask her anything, um, and she was just, you know, she was just warmth. That's what she exuded all the time. So not I think all of us were devastated when she passed away so suddenly, Um, But so is so much of the film community and TV community. You could just feel it. Everybody felt like such a huge hole had been created. So um, we miss you, Lynn.
5: Yeah, we miss you, Lynn. Let this uh, episode be um, in her honor and her memory. Um, We loved her.
6: Yeah.
0: Much love. Much love. Well, let's dive in, y'all.
5: Let's, Let's
6: dive in. Dive yes. into this great. Yeah, and I was episodes. actually going to
5: say that Lynn had such a great she had like a a great background in, you know, indie filmmaking. So, um I'm not sure how much episodic TV she had done before this, but it was so awesome to have her point of view. Um, you know, I think I always found that there were a lot of similarities between shooting episodic TV and shooting indie movies because you have to shoot fast but still find the truth and and um you know kind of be scrappy about how you're you know how you're making everything because you don't have the time you know the luxury of time um so i thought it was it was
6: wonderful to have her
5: perspective
0: yeah oh yeah absolutely
6: I agree. absolutely it's a special episode for many reasons um yes. so we'll dive in so obviously this cold open was super easy for you zoe because you play like uh football all the time. So no <laughs> like, oh, wrong I got this.
5: Good nice burn. Yeah. Um you're right. I am not a sports person. Um I know I know nothing. Well actually I know a little bit about baseball because I grew up watching baseball with my dad, but not playing it <laughs> and not playing Definitely not playing
6: football. (laughs) Full on tackles, Um, knocking grown men to the ground. I was
5: like getting, I was like petitioning to get dance credit for PE pretty early on. <laughs> um so um yes i knew nothing about that but it was kind of funny the fact that we were playing tackle football as as a loft
0: <laughs>
5: um is funny
0: was it tackle i don't even know if it was supposed to be tackle football. i don't think it, I think it was, it was oh, just, like, Maybe football.
6: it was just, just it trying to like prove herself
0: it was the same way from yeah. the pilot or the second episode when you're dribbling the basketball and then you end up breaking something you break the television and then this one, oh yeah you break nick miller
6: it did every remind me, though, I feel sports. like we all have a friend that refuses to go to the doctor and is hyper suspicious yes. of modern medicine.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I can tell you every Big black mistake. family has that.
6: That one person <laughs> who's just like, no. We don't like, believe no. doctors. <laughs> no. Vix vapor rub, That's all <laughs> yeah, I trust.
0: No. Well, Chris Rock say, rub some testing on it.
6: That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. So I remember filming in those two locations. And then at the beach by the Santa Monica Pier, which is a famous place do you remember filming with that car and everything and um, on that night and on the beach because um, Jake did not want to <laughs> was very grumpy about having to get in the water which I would be too
0: you know what's interesting I, what I do remember though about that particular moment um, if folks if you remember he at some point towards the end of the episode he runs and he jumps into the ocean now uh, buck Jake, naked. Jake did that Jake did that. However, I remember it being an option. Do you want someone else to be the one to jump into the water? And Jake won't jump off of a two-foot like ledge. He won't do anything. <laughs> he will always have the stunt double, you know, go and make them money. He's like, we got a stunt double here. We may as well use that person. This it's October, by the way, when we're shooting. In the in the ocean, in the Pacific Ocean. would Pacific
5: Ocean is not, war- it's not <laughs> known for being like a warm ocean. Yeah. Like and it's, it's in the middle warm, of the maybe night. Maybe in August. Yeah. And that's it. Oh, yeah. yeah, It's it the middle late. of the night. It's October. Yeah.
0: And he decides, and I do remember it being a choice. And I remember Jake saying, no, I'll do it. And that confused me. And he did it. <laughs> and I was just laughing because I thought, "What what kind of idiot is this?" Maybe like, he's why just would very body that?
6: confident. He was just sort of like, "I've worked hard for he this." Was body. Yeah, yeah, he was feeling himself. That's right. <laughs> if you're gonna see someone's butt. It's gonna be mine. I don't think he was fully.
5: He was wearing like some,
6: yeah, underwear. He wasn't. I remember everybody kind of like turning and looking away to kind of give him a little privacy. I do remember that.
5: Being tidy whiteys is still uh still revealing. It's naked yeah. adjacent. It's still sure. quite revealing. Still naked revealing. he adjacent. wasn't completely naked.
0: Especially in the cold Pacific. You-
5: yeah. You don't want that. <laughs> Especially in the cold Pacific. <laughs> um,
0: that's why I always wear um, corduroys when I jump in the Pacific.
5: Yeah. We all do. We all corduroy (laughs) bathing suits for everybody.
6: (laughs) I just remember going like, wow, we really have to do this. It was one of those things where it started to be like this episode was like the Wizard of Oz moment, like pulling back the curtain on TV and filmmaking. I mean, Zoe, you had been in the industry for a really long time, but for me, this was like learning like oh this man really has to go jump in this ocean in yeah. the middle of the night to get some this stuff you sh- can't fake that's yeah, right exactly i was yeah. like oh, oh okay and we're all here because we had to shoot like stuff afterwards i guess or i don't know why we're I, though i feel like that was the last shot of the night so maybe not i don't know why everybody was still hanging out then But I do remember him going to do it and I was like, wow, um, I'm going to pay attention to what they write for me in future because I may have to actually do some of this insane stuff.
0: Anyone who knows me, mm-hmm. and, I, and I have a reputation in the industry as being Tom Cruise-like. Yeah, okay. very Tom Cruise-like. Very, uh, very synonymous. Lamorne yeah. Morris. Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. However, they
5: were like Tom Cruise, Lamorne Morris. Mm, anyone yeah. else? Nah, I can't think of anybody
0: else. No. And, and honestly, and it sucks too because I'm, I stay busy and I don't want to be. I just want to be home at times. You know what I mm. mean? <laughs> but, but then, but then, if, if ever the stunt was to jump into the ocean, that's the one thing that I'd be like, hold on now. Hold on. I think we got somebody else who can do this, right? I don't know uh, why. I just won't do it.
6: I would outsource that one, too. Thank you. Ahead, for sure. Bye-bye. I feel like this was also, this episode, it's so funny. There's so many things in this episode that I feel like people have, like, held on to. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other is that this one is two of the Nick Schmidt kisses. Yeah, the Fredo kisses. <laughs> the Fredo, yeah, kisses, Fredo kisses. The establishment of maybe the true love story of new girl yes so um, <laughs> so on. funny yeah
5: max really just crushing those Fredo kisses so so hilariously <laughs> very committed
0: that, as a as a performer that was one of the first watching max do that was one of the first it's when i saw true commitment obviously when we do <laughs> yeah. stuff on the show you know, we, we're, we're characters. We're all comedic, funny people. And we do bits and we go there and we commit to certain things. <laughs> watching Max do those bits sometimes, I don't know why. I just felt like a full commitment from him. And I thought, I got to elevate my performance ability <laughs> because mm. he doesn't care. Mm. At all. Max will do. Max just goes for it 100% of the time, no matter yeah. what. And, what and, and in those particular moments, and then watching Jake always commit to the bit no matter what we'll just stay in character that was something in the beginning that was hard for me to do and you'll see it later on in other episodes where i can't like i can't stay committed to the bit when it's a, an extreme bit cuz i'm always laughing um, no but
5: i think like everybody's energy is different you know what i mean like yeah. i think what makes max a great actor is different from what makes Jake a great actor or you a great actor or Hannah a great, like a great actor. I think all of these things have like, in fact, I think like Max's ability to like fully commit, uh, is like his, it's like his stamp. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Um, but sometimes the, the not fully committing can be just as real, you know what I mean, like, can be just, can come off just as true and real as an actor. It just kind of depends on the circumstance. But I I do think, like, that's kind of his, Max's hallmark. And then Jake's reactions to Max are kind of equally committed in a aggressive way. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, no, I mean, that is obviously one of the things about their dynamic that is really funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah, i my staff, But I see obviously. you being
5: committed, Mister
0: Lemoine. No, I could be committed, especially you when I'm doing and my own Tom stunts. Cruise, yeah, when I'm doing my yeah, own stunts, especially, yeah.
5: especially when you're falling off a building absolutely,
0: for real. Absolutely, Mission Impossible Seven or set eight. Just call me. Yeah, nine, ten. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember which yeah, one. There, all right. of them. Yeah, All of them. <laughs> um, also, this one thing about this episode, I that I um, that we get to see is more of the. It's kind of more of the will they won't they stuff you the energy between Nick and Jess um, yeah with how we're all kind of dicking around with this news we're having fun with it obviously we're a little emotional about it but you your character is you know m- more maternal and more um, truly engaged with what what's going on with him and that to me you know kind of lays the foundation for the audience a little bit in the beginning um, yeah. Which I thought was which I thought was pretty cool, even though we switched episodes around a little bit, it was fun to see it a little later on,
5: yeah, I definitely think there I think his kind of criticism of her mm-hmm. and her reaction, the fact that it actually hurts her feelings rather than makes her mad right. it shows like that there i think there's a you know it it seems like there's a connection there in it, especially in this this
6: episode right. I mean, it was one of my favorite Jess moments, I feel like, of the season is you get to see um, this not-so-perfectly sweet side of her. You get to see her hurt. Mm-hmm. You get to see her lash out. You get to see her do something that's not very kind and then have to recover from it. And I think that's part yeah. of the, I don't know, the beauty of this show is that it's, you know, you get these very three-dimensional characters. Yeah. Um Maybe we'll throw to a little break. And when we come back, we can talk about the impressions and the songs in this episode. <laughs>
1: Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is
5: All right, we're back. We're back. We're back. (laughs) How was... (laughs) I don't
0: know why I keep saying that. (laughs) You
5: love doing that. And you know what? I support it. I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) not... Me. If you go back um, far enough.
0: If you go back far enough,
6: I'm sure. I'm sure. Yes. It it's true. If you go That's back true. far enough. Yeah. Historically, um, you are correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, so can we talk about this song that the our incredible editor, um, Steve uh Welch? Yeah. Um yeah. made into a masterpiece, this sad song. Cause I have to share something, because it brought it all back when I was rewatching this episode. Oh my Oof. goodness. So talking about an episode where you realize oh i really have to do this stuff like jake jumping in the ocean i remember they came and knocked on the trailer door and they were like you know 10 away and i looked at the scene and i was like okay we're doing this song and it's like cc raps and she has to do it well that's that bit of it is that it's surprising she actually can do it and y'all that's not my forte Not something I can do. It's not. Not a rapper. I thought you were a rapper. And I just remember like walking down my three little steps of my trailer, walking two steps over to Lamorne's three steps up his trailer because we shared a trailer. Banging on his door. And I was like, Lamorne! Open up, open up. And he's like, yeah, what? And I'm like, um, so help Help me. I need your help. Did you help her? Yes. Did you coach her? I yes, because he I was coach? like, I've, we've got, I said, I don't know. Like, there has to be like a rhythm to this. There has to be like a beat to this. And Lamorne was like beatboxing. He's like, well, I could beatbox and you could say it like this. But I'm like, but how am I just going to speak it? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> and they're just sort of like five away. And I was like, oh my God. And it was just like this freak out I had because that is part of being an actor. You're scared. You're going to go on set and suck. Right. And (laughs) everyone's going to be like, this bit doesn't work. Cece's supposed to be great at rapping and this chick (laughs) can't pull this off. And because my like, whatever, little stanza kind of goes right into Lamorne's too. And it had to work and make sense. I just remember being in like a full sweat and him and I are just like locked in this trailer trying to work this beat out I will try to make it make sense.
0: The difficult part about doing something like that (laughs) is like, it's like, imagine Zoe having to sing songs that someone who's not a songwriter wrote for you. That's what you said. Uh, Cause you're like, it doesn't make
6: sense. I was like,
0: these, the words don't fit. (laughs) Yeah.
6: It doesn't work. Hannah. And I was like, well, we have to make it work, (laughs) figure it out. And I do think that we dropped a word from it to make it flow better. Like, I do think you were like, just take this bit out or something to make it work. Probably. Probably. I think we did some finessing. I have
5: done that. That's the thing. Like, uh, just writing music. And then sometimes I've had to write stuff with other people's lyrics. And um, and then sometimes it doesn't flow and you do have to draw. I mean, that's just how. It's just how it works. That's how it works. You sometimes got to drop a word.
0: What would you guys... Um, But I'm proud
5: of you guys. You guys (laughs) did a really good job with your rap.
0: What would you all... The folks at home, what would you rate the uh, scale of one... (laughs) one (laughs) Am
6: I rapping?
2: Don't don't open it up.
5: Don't open it up. Be be kind.
6: I actually thought you guys sounded great.
0: I'm talking about for the whole thing, not just oh, not the, just your part. Well, the
6: whole thing, though, is a credit well, apparently to Steve, right? Because that was like the story that came yeah, out Steve of it. Steve Welch, our editor, mm-hmm. a, well, c- because I and I remember too
5: is this uh, like we were covering. There were a lot of people, and they were all you know in this that scene in the bar, and we're all around the room, so we're covering everything separately. It's not like uh, you know there was wasn't a flow, and they had like you were doing your your Aaron Neville impression or something lowmoren <laughs> right I, yeah
0: i think that's what yeah. i was trying to do aaron neville <laughs> I,
5: that, okay that's what that's what i got from it i was like oh he's doing Thank he you. does a good that's neville what I was doing. brothers um and then that was funny and working and then you had everybody separately doing like little bits of things and some of it was like improvised and some of it was written in the script and it when we were shooting it, it none of it was really it wasn't necessarily meant to flow together like a complete song it i remember being very piecemeal and it wasn't really written that way it was like it, it wasn't like that on I the mean page. it wasn't really wit- written as one long thing it was like yeah. oh one person said one thing and then maybe there was some dialogue and you know but it ended up being cut as like one kind of song rap sequence and it worked really well and i would say
6: salute to you steve i would have to ask we could ask steve i'm sure but i feel like the story was that he had to put that scene together and it didn't really work and so apparently Mm. he had like a bottle of whiskey and stayed up all night and just like Mm -hmm. worked on it and he made that scene what it is and he made that song yeah, it is. they all but, were like,
5: man, Steve's a genius after that's that right. song, because I think it wasn't working only because uh, it, it was probably too long, you know, mm-hmm. because we had, um, you know, a lot of times for network television. Now, it's totally different for like a cable show or a show for a streamer. And now network TV, like isn't really necessarily like what, you know, it's like it's like just a portion of what we watch now. But back in the day, like pretty much everything was network TV. Um, And network TV, everything has to fit commercials in it. And it has to be a really specific length. So our episodes were 21 minutes and 35 seconds. They had to be exactly that. Maybe they'd give us 30 seconds more if it was some really, really special occasion. But generally everything had to be that length. And now if you watch an episode of another show that was, you know, on HBO or on, you know, like Netflix or something that was made for, you know, a streamer or a cable network, um, those shows could be like, you know, a a, a half-hour show could be anywhere between 20 and 35 minutes, um, right. whereas ours had to be exactly a certain length. And we didn't have any wiggle room, so—or um, very little wiggle room. So, like, a lot of times if something wasn't working, it was because— There was a length issue or they wanted to cut in more space, you know, and they couldn't and they needed, you know, to take stuff out. So there was had to be so much creative editing. Um,
0: And well, I I will say this, and this is for the folks at home. I want you guys to put this little tidbit in your back pocket. Although Steve did edit the crap out of that scene. (laughs) (laughs) I played the piano myself. That's all. Get out. I didn't know that. That's all me. That's all me want to put that it, out there.
5: yeah it was you playing piano
0: yeah i remember but, that but there weren't any real notes i was, just I was about like to say
5: did you hit that. a chord did you just hit <laughs> oh, one <were> chord <laughs> it's just like, oh sorry. somebody played <laughs> in my mind you had so
0: no i was no i was playing it but they weren't like if you pay attention to the song but, there, it's not exactly i'm not like playing playing i'm just hitting like one chord after i say something or another chord after I yeah say no i know that yeah um and um so technically i am a pianist. Uh. <laughs> technically
6: i'm not mature so um, zoe when you're, you're tour, when you're out there on tour when you're out there on tour something's, go, something's uh-huh. going
0: down with the piano you know you have i should call you you have my, you? You have my
5: okay number. i'll give you a call i'll be like lamorne
0: yeah
5: um tell me yeah. what do you know about whirlitzers
0: everything and everything and i'll tell everything. you a person okay the, the world the can sirs? you t- <laughs> can you
5: can you tune it I can you, How do you tune a wurlitzer?
0: <laughs> honestly with faith and, and hope. That's you right. You know what I mean? And belief.
5: Actually right. you solder it. Yeah, you everybody, have to knows, solder that. It. everybody yeah. knows that. Everybody knows that. I have okay. a soldering okay. machine. Okay, you yeah. knew that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm going to call you next time it's out of tune. Thank you. Um just come pick me up in your private jet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a private jet. <laughs> um,
0: um Oh, okay. you also let's so we so you you had, you had, Tapped in a little bit about the Aaron Neville impression. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's yes. a few more impressions in here. There's a there's a oh, Chris yeah. Rock impression, and there's also a Daffy Duck impression.
6: Yes. The you Daffy do. Duck impression is very sweet, I have to say. Thank you. Thank it you. It was a very sweet way to do it, because I, re- I forgot that that was in the episode. And then when Jess says, like, oh, this is what my mom used to do for me, I thought it was going to be some, like, big over-the-top kind of bit. And it's actually like a really sweet little daffy duck. It was very endearing. What was funny
5: is I remember that it had to be a Looney Tunes character I think because of right what we could <laughs> reference. Really. Um but Daffy Duck was something that I as a kid would do Daffy Dup- Duck impressions to myself, not to anybody else, but I remember sitting in my room and being like, I got it. <laughs> I have this impression.
6: <laughs> I was like,
5: not that great, but.
6: So you got to pick that character. That wasn't the one in script. No, like, I didn't kind of...
5: pick it. I think it ended up in the script, but I was like, I got You're right.
6: like perfect. In your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Perfect.
5: It's in my wheelhouse. And Lamorne,
0: mm-hmm.
5: you're the comedy at the funeral
0: <laughs> that's yeah was that
5: chris rock
0: that was a chris rock imp- that was a semi chris rock impression i had never done it before and i just thought when i thought of stand up i immediately thought of chris rock and the script yeah. may have said it just says he does a stand i think he said he he does like a chris rock like impression mm. because Chris Rock, if you know when when he's when he's, if you look at any Chris Rock special, he paces the stage a lot to make emphasis. He walk fast across the stage to say one thing and then fast across the other part, and to do that at a funeral, I thought would be funny. Um, (laughs) It was really (laughs) funny.
5: Worked the whole room. It was great. You you did it. Um, You did it.
0: That was a fun that was a fun bit to do. I used to do a little bit of stand up back in the day. And so but obviously not on the, a Chris Rock level, <laughs> but it was just fun not at to funerals. Kind of <laughs> no, but I would. I would. <laughs> you I mean,
5: would. If somebody wants to a, like a, a tight 10 at a funeral, you're you're there. <laughs> call, me.
0: call me. It, it, it can't get I mean, worse than the feeling they're already feeling.
6: Spe- yeah, that's true. <laughs> Speaking of literal impressions, um, I do remember reading the script, and it talked about how there was an impression of my butt in the yep. sand. True. and mm-hmm. I is that what is that your butt? Uh, <laughs> no. Like it was a funny thing because I wasn't there right when they did it. They weren't sort of right. like, let me look at your butt and then carve this out so this is accurate. <laughs> so I just remember watching the episode for the first time. And I was like those are two large watermelons that have been pushed into <laughs> the sand like if anybody's butt left that impression in the sand that is a very pronounced badonk. That's right that's too large It was a good butt
5: cakes. impression.
6: <laughs> it just seemed very aggressive. It was so funny cuz I was like, whoa, okay." Well hopefully it people It didn't seem large, it seemed like narrow but like projected.
1: Deep It was
5: deep. Like not like Yeah, well like not like somebody with hips. It seemed like somebody with like no hips.
6: Who just had, like, two watermelons, also, there's like, no, just like, projecting out. There's no, like, <laughs> handprints next to it to the push yourself up out of the sand. So I just stood up with that big booty <laughs> with my legs <laughs> and, then, and walked You're away. You're very strong.
5: Mm. You do so much Pilates. I apparently, I do glutes but also, all day. <laughs> but also, like, you levitated up because there's no
6: foot- There's yeah. nothing. Footprint. It's just a Footprints. butt in the sand. <laughs> i just dropped down with my butt and bounced out and that was it <laughs> i really like i was like this i have so many questions it's like you're bent fully in half <laughs> that's right
5: and then your butt Cr- then i was craned le- in you levitated up you were craned down and that's then right craned, craned up. out
6: yeah <laughs> we're, we're solving uh-huh. i really do have a question though and for props of like what me. did they use because it's just such a perfect, specific um, scoop into the sand. <laughs> um, I, 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 that's really, Dallas? I mean, I know this is like a heartfelt episode about cancer. Do you think cancer. that was props that did that? That feels more like set deck. set, set deck. Or mm. well, maybe set deck. I don't know. They walked around with these perfect little scoopers. And I was well, like, wow. Well, I just, I have a lot of it, questions, man. That's all.
5: Do you think that was like a, maybe it was like a, an un- Acknowledged fantasy sequence, uh, <laughs> a dream ballet, um uh in Schmidt's mind.
6: That mm-hmm. is the most logical explanation. It was a
0: filter. It was a, on it it. Was a
6: dream ballet. My craned butt into it was a, the sand. a booty dream ballet. <laughs> the booty <laughs> that dream lasted. We would <laughs> like really to rename the seconds. injured episode "Booty mm-hmm. Dream Ballet." When really should look like a sack of potatoes. No. <laughs> if that's not the name of the next <laughs> she and him album, "Booty Dream Ballet," I don't know if I could buy it. Here's the thing: I was kind of a little apprehensive about doing the podcast because I just immediately immediately thought because this episode deals with a cancer scare that this, um, you know, when we sat down to talk today that we were kind of going to go uh, deep and heavy, and the fact that we've just Spent forty minutes talking, and where we're at is talking about a booty dream ballet. Really warms my heart, you guys. Really warms my heart. This is where you know I want what? it to it's be. It's an
5: issue.
6: I love it. It's an issue. It's and an we issue. have questions. Issue. This is what the podcast is questions. for. We have to answer these mm-hmm. questions. We now know it's a yeah. dream sequence, and he's just seeing what he hopes her yeah. butt looks like.
0: But also, yeah. But also, we realize that you know, obviously, cancer is a very scary thing. But Nick. You know, and he has, and you all these thoughts run through your mind of what it could possibly be because you're you're searching the internet, you're trying to figure out what this, mm, this doctor Google, doctor Google. Also, what is you, that
6: app that's like with the cross <laughs> the skull and crossbones on it? Skull and crossbones, <laughs> and it just says death. <laughs> yeah, like go back and and what find is another that site.
5: app. It oh, seems I was so, also like. The font tells me that that
6: app is not accurate diagnosing. It's just the anything. back of a bleach bottle. Like it's not. It's not even a thing. Well, do yourself. Yeah. So, well, yeah.
0: I'm not. Obviously, you forget what websites looked like in 2011. I mean, websites. That was what the website strange. like. Strange. That's what they were. Very basic, very beta-like websites. Um,
5: it was. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was that
0: much <laughs> <laughs> but he but he but um, you know he he realizes quickly um after his his ocean visit and after a, a long night on the beach after the 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 booty ballet on the um, <laughs> mm-hmm. on the beach dream the booty, booty ballet the dream booty ballet on the beach that mm-hmm. he indeed does not have cancer it was uh what well, he doesn't know he just there was something there could have possibly
6: but definitely. what is it he, th- he says he <laughs> thought it I was wanna... a cyst but that he kind of blanked right. out after they said it was a cancer i think if we had to after school specialists um this episode is a commentary on american health care because he can't yeah. afford to pay yeah right mm-hmm. um and well, two okay, the moral is hannah
5: is canadian so yeah. w- do you want to tell us something about
6: yeah, I think it's that, bonkers. I, I think that's so crazy that you have bonker. to decide it's whether or boss. not to take yourself, you know, your child to the hospital to a doctor to get something checked out. You have to check your bank account first. I think that is so crazy Insane. and scary and sad that that's yeah, um, how you determined to but, make sure but everything's it's a okay. Good thing.
0: But it's a good thing. Nick Miller had uh, rich friends who paid his <laughs>
5: <laughs> Super rich,
6: friends. rich, and then the friends. other part of the after school special, I feel like the moral school is, teacher, out of work, basketball player, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> everybody pushing um, quarters together. Yep, is that go check it out, man. If you've got something that you're concerned about, check it out. It's probably nothing, then you get peace of mind, and that is worth everything. Check it out, yeah. check it out, always check, check it, it out. out.
1: Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing.
3: This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest.
1: Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way
0: can we jump into um winston's car a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah sure.
5: absolutely well nick and your car are both injured and in that's exactly. very true
0: mm-hmm. but also yeah nick's car, both nick's car and, and winston's car look like a bag of what
5: the fuck and <laughs> <What>? <laughs> by what? the way all of our cars like in in a few episodes there's a whole thing about my car breaking down we're all driving cars
6: that are on their last leg no no Except like cc has, for a, and- like, a, oh, min- has a nice car <laughs> beautiful car which also makes no sense because i live in an apartment with a bunch of other people well, that's like, well you're why spending you all, all your money on your car yeah. i guess i so.
5: remember people that i was friends with like in my 20s that would live in a like you know not a super nice place but they would drive a really really crazy nice car and i was like
6: why are you driving Mm a bmw (laughs) that was always the cliche the guy picks you up in a bmw and then takes his back take you back to like a studio apartment where seven people live
5: yeah i was like spend that money elsewhere or save it
0: (laughs) And I'm curious. Guys yes. will pick you up in a BMW and then take mm. you back to their janky apartment.
6: No, With not the me. Seven roommates. It was oh. just like other you know, people. The myth. Everybody. The myth of oh.
5: LA.
0: No. Oh. Right. It
5: mm-hmm. is. It. I feel like that. It was a lot of people would just spend all their money on their car. Right. That's right.
0: Oh yeah. When Fancy. I first moved here, I, when I first moved to LA, I lived in a, like a a small apartment in North Hollywood, and one of my neighbors really nice guy every time i every time i would see him in the parking lot walking to one of his cars he had a bunch of cars it was always like a g-wagon or a range rover or a ferrari and this apartment complex was very cheap <laughs> it was like, yeah. very cheap and i just thought holy crap this guy could have with just those cars alone you could buy a nice house with and uh yeah I guess, I guess he, he wasn't was a drug dealer a Maybe um on, shout yeah. out to daniel who was the uh my uh neighbor his name was daniel uh, <laughs> daniel
6: yeah. clear your good that name is <laughs> clear your yeah, good that name is, not, Lauren is
5: just throwing shade at our engineer uh I don't support it
6: Danel's asking you to uh, don't be, it. talk less Say this.
0: Daniel the drug dealer. Oh, my God.
6: <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, as we wrap this episode up, my friends. Where's the bear, Hannah?
2: Where's the bear?
6: No. Okay. So I've kind of been avoiding it because uh, I looked long and hard. And it almost reminds me of the wedding episode for the where's the bear, where the big stretch was the bare feet. The closest I can get to it on this one is... um, The
0: bare ass on the beach.
6: That's right! Is that what you were going to say? That's right. Were you really? (laughs) I'm sorry. I was joking. That's exactly right. (laughs) Were you uh, really about to say Nick Miller's bear (laughs) bootay. That's all I got, you guys. I know it's a stretch. And I know Zoe does not accept things that are not actually... I don't accept
5: it, but you know what? I... I like the creativity. I I gotta Uh, be. I gotta be. You know, I like the creativity. Um, All right, uh, let's play True American, where the rules change weekly and you leave more confused than when you showed up. True American. This week, we're playing Elvis Blues, where we'll try to guess some of the saddest songs in the world. (sighs) Um, I guess... Our engineer Daniel's going to play some of those songs for us. Danil, I love sad songs.
0: And I didn't mean <laughs> to cut you off, but I just joking. And I did not know that's what you were thinking about. <laughs> you
6: are right. I we it. think alike. Great minds, bro. I'll take it. I was trying to do a bit. Okay.
1: Let's try this. This is song number one.
0: And don't cheat by using Shazam.
1: Don't cheat. Yeah, No Shazamming. And I'm just sharing computer sounds. We're going to try this out. Okay. Let me know if you can hear this one.
6: Okay.
5: Oh, yeah, I know this. Eric Clapton. Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton. The saddest song. It is the saddest song ever. Genuinely yeah. the saddest
6: song. Yeah, the saddest song it's ever. Awful. I don't even want
5: to. It's too. It's it's, horrific. It's I a can't even song. hear the song. No, it's a hor- it actually, no, it is actually a horror song. Yeah, it's, it's a like horror a, song. Listening to it is equivalent to reading, like, one of the current headlines in the New York Times. That's right.
6: Okay, I'm going to go no. with Tears
0: in Heaven by Eric Clapton.
6: That's right. <laughs> That's what not, it is. I can't is, even yeah. talk about tears it because it heaven. feels like a, a cursed it, hor- yeah, horror no, song. Yeah,
5: yeah. It yeah, no, it's a horror song. I've never heard it. It's very
6: sad. Well,
1: I don't want to cry, right, so I'm not going to talk about it anymore. So we'll move on to yeah, the next thank one. Thank you. Move on to the next one. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> in tears and terrified. Right, yeah. All right. Who's ready for the next one? Here we go. Let's do it.
6: We're ready. Lamorne on the keys.
5: Is that Gloomy Sunday?
0: Is this uh, Nina Simone? Wait for it.
6: Neither Gloomy Sunday nor Nina.
0: Ooh. Oh, Nina
2: God. Yeah.
5: Is this uh, Strange Fruit? Strange Fruit. Indeed.
2: But not by Nina's Holiday.
0: Oh, Holiday. I mean, this version. is okay.
5: another horror song.
0: That is a ho-
6: Daniel. It's the saddest song. Daniel. I mean, yeah, do you know what the God, fuck God. That song means. <laughs> oh my God. I thought the songs were going to oh be like, God. he cheated on me and broke my heart. And now, I mean, I, know, y'all, I thought it was I'm going to songs, have to. I've got to go to therapy after yeah. this game.
1: Okay, Daniel. Yeah. Have, for, uh, okay. Uh, first of all, it, I don't know what to say. It doesn't get any better, though. Oh Daniel, my God. Do you know be what? Fruit means?
6: better than listening. Can we get like "Cry, Cry Me a River" songs. by Justin Timberlake or something? Can we just get something that's just like <laughs> innocuous? Uh, no, I guess not. No, no they're.
0: they're Daniel, so dark. what in the Juneteenth here. were you thinking when <laughs> you played
1: there's "Strange there's, uh, Fruit"? <laughs> there's, there's three more, and I think. All oh a God! Level. I
0: gotta
5: lay down. Okay. Oh
1: God. Ready? All right, ready? next. I
5: mean, this is hard. I feel like I'm gonna
1: throw up. Here's the next one.
0: Windows opening. It
5: spins here This is sad. Yeah, this is... Right? This is Sinead O'Connor. Um, oh, no. Nothing
6: compares to you. Nothing compares... Yeah.
1: Bam. Big
6: also big. very sad. Written What's by? that
1: about? What's Prince, that song about? Right?
5: That's written that by song. Prince. Our mm. friend Prince. Shout out Prince. Um, Shout out Prince. Um, Prince. And um, this is Sinead O'Connor singing Nothing Compares to You. Also a very sad song. Not on the level of the other two sad... Like, <laughs>
2: It
6: feels that it's about the her mom narrator of the song away, is very depressed. Right? That's about, about her mom p- passing away. Well, her, her, Prince's mom passing yeah. away? Yeah, it's about a mom is passing it? away. Uh-huh. Ugh,
5: God. Well, then now, yeah, that's Sorry, on it took the level, a turn. I guess. Thanks a lot. A <laughs> right.
1: I thought it was just
5: about a breakup. All right. Wrong. Two, two more.
1: Two, two more. When is. we
5: know the context of all these songs, it makes them just like... I feel like puking.
6: Like That's right. Oh God, God. Well, who picked these songs? That was a kind of a great music video though. She was phenomenal in that music video. Daniel, like, who picked these songs oh, yeah. you or Joel? That single tear? It was me. I Joel, you Joel, you You were in a, this. In, a, in a in a in a mood when you pick these songs. I'm She's still like, going back to Strange Fruit. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. It's not a sad that song. So that, dark oh my that, dark. I think Strange fruit <laughs> takes the cake. This is like She's a Halloween episode of True American. Okay. Yeah, let's just get hard. through it. I guess it,
0: it only continues run over the coals. We it only continues. Oh, we boy. got two more. I two can't more.
5: even think of songs on this love, but I we mean, you started with to pull tears in heaven, well.
6: heaven.
1: You <laughs> will, yeah. you Yo. you'll, you'll get. I think, I think now, now that we know the theme, the rest, I'm of having, the having a kind of trauma response. <laughs> Here we go. Here's number four the needle. Oh my, God, you guys. oh
2: my God! Oh my God! Listen, Johnny Cash. Johnny hurt. Cash. Is this hurt.
6: Yes. That's Cash. yes. heroin addiction.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Johnny yeah. Cash covered Nine Inch Nails. Hurt.
6: Okay. Well, Ugh. Right.
5: That right. was one of and it like, was right after, Wasn't it right after he covered that song right after June mm-hmm. uh, Carter Cash passed away? Right. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. true. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Okay. Such, oh I mean okay. it's
5: like one of the most like hauntingly beautiful cover songs. Yeah. Um, my toes That I can listen to because trauma. it's so sad.
1: Yeah, I think I think uh, Trent Rosner has said that that is no longer uh, a Nine Inch Nails song, that is now a Johnny Cash song. Yeah. yeah. Which I appreciate. He's, he can keep he's it. Right? Yeah, yeah, I appreciate I that.
6: Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Um, All right, oh just one god. more. Just one. hold on to something Thanks. tight.
1: Just just one more. One more. White knuckle it.
6: Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. Wait, everybody hurts reality? by R.E.M. <laughs> 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 Fucking nailed it. I mean, <laughs> you know <laughs> that's, you. that song. The song I here's how that song got ruined because it's a beautiful song. Is don't they play that song in like nine oh two and oh when uh, uh, Tori Spelling and, finds out that she's being like cheated on or something?
5: Well, they play it. They used it. So the thing about that song is they in the nineties. And the early 2000s, that song got abused Abused. by MTV. They always used it in, like, the real world. (laughs) And, like, (laughs) then, like, shows like um, The Hills and stuff like that. um, Made you I feel like anytime somebody was sad, they'd play that song. And it's an amazing song. R.E.M.'s an amazing band. Um, But it got used so much that then when I hear it, I start thinking of music cues from reality shows, right. mainly in the late 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what yes, did you say? Anna, Wait, Joel just wrote this. Dylan Hold and then. Brenda's breakup
6: song. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's Thanks, what I associate it with in 902 and And I was like, oh, God, this is so sad. Well, that one, at least... Can e- I just... For us, that's ending on a high note to with Joelle, this game. <laughs> our producer, God for making us
5: all... Go on this emotional roller coaster. I'm not gonna lie to you, Joelle.
6: No, no, (laughs) no, No. my day's ruined. No, I'm so sorry. Shout out to Joelle. No, I refuse. Uh -uh. Unshout, whisper in. (laughs) Yeah, she really leaned in. You really leaned into this. We didn't know what we were getting into, but somehow we won the game. So, what does that say about us? You know what I'm saying? We yeah, know you all those songs game. Game. Within three won, seconds, we're like, we know this We won. You know who didn't win the game? We, we you, were know who,
0: you know who didn't win the game? All the victims of those songs. That's Joel. right.
6: <laughs> I consider myself one now, to be honest with you. But isn't it, the thing is, is like, isn't mm. it important that these songs were written? If I um, never heard Tears in Heaven again, I would be just fine. Yeah, no, me too. Me
5: too. It's like that movie, Dancer in the Dark. No, thank uh, you. I can't ever see unsee that movie, but I will never see it again because I was traumatized by it. Yeah. Um, Just but it a was a very good movie, and I'm happy it was made. But all these songs, I'm like, well, they were great expressions of tragedy, um, and expressed through music, and I'm happy they were written. Do I want? To listen to them ever again? No. Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> As part of a because party they game us on our podcast. Very no. sad <laughs> on a comedy podcast.
2: <laughs>
6: <laughs> um, okay, before we wrap this episode up, I have a little bit of unfinished business with you, um, Zoe. Oh. And oh, I have also Fight. been Fight. Fight. avoiding Fight. This, like, this whole what episode. This? I'm like, when do I talk about it? When I do I talk about it? But we're at the end of the episode, y'all, and I can't hide anymore. So, Uh-oh. I sent a little <laughs> message to Dave Finkel, who's close friends with yes. um, Walpert. Okay, David Walpert, who wrote the uh-huh. episode that had yes. "Snap Out of It" and the silhouette. Oh, was it of a you moonstruck guys? reference with the moonstruck reference?
1: And I said, and was it?
6: obviously has to be moonstruck." Walpert, um, you must agree. So here was the response. I will read it out loud. You already smiled. You seem like very
5: vindicated. So I'm assuming that you're, you (laughs) are or no? I don't know.
6: He said, it starts one way and it takes a turn. Hannah, or let Hannah know I'm on her side. So I was like, great. This makes sense. That's all I wanted to hear. (laughs) That said, don't like this part. I don't recall having Moonstruck on the brain. But pretty sure Crescent Moon was in my pre-Liz draft, and I do like Moonstrock. So possibly an unconscious homage? This is not going to settle anything, is it? oh gosh so kind of
5: i'm vindicated
6: yeah
2: (laughs) it sounds like (laughs)
5: you know i i love how much you love moonstruck like that is so awesome to me like i just like love you more for how much you love moonstruck like and that you you think it's like in on in everybody's thoughts and on their minds and (laughs) and 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 living in their hearts um I remember a few things about Moonstruck, but like almost none of the dialogue. Um, (laughs) I see it everywhere. It's like
6: that number 23 thing. You know what I mean? Well, I just see it in everything.
5: Great movies influence everything. And then people a lot of times don't realize they're being influenced. But it's the same with music and everything. I mean, it's like it's a great movie. Everybody saw it, you know, and it had a lot of things I'm sure that were unique to it at the time that then everybody ripped off without realizing it. And then those people ripped, you know, not ripping it off, but like were influenced or inspired by it. And then other people were inspired by, you know, and then things become tropes and they become part of the fabric of our entertainment. And I think that's a testament to that movie.
6: I will say right now, you're being very um, generous. (laughs) And I'm just going to have to, on this podcast, give one point to Zoe D. Awesome. <laughs> One point. It'll come around again on something well, else, I'm sure.
5: <laughs> I'm sure. I'm not a very competitive person, so it works for me.
6: <laughs> this is a great episode, you guys.
5: Yeah, this was fun, except for the listening to terribly sad songs part. Oh, we'll cry for like um, an hour in the thanks shower. Thanks, everybody, for listening.
6: Goodbye for now.
0: Thank
5: you. Bye. Bye. We'll see you Ten next stars. week.
2: Bye. Bye.
5: You've been listening to Welcome to Our Show, a New Girl Recap Podcast. Welcome to Our Show is a production of iHeartRadio, hosted by Zoe De Lamorne Morris, and Hannah Simone. Our executive producer is Joelle Monique. Our engineer and editor is Daniel Goodman. The Welcome to Our Show theme song was written by Zoe Deschanel, performed and produced by Zoe Deschanel and Pierre De DeRita. Follow us on Instagram at Welcome to Our Show Pod. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, you can email us at Welcome to Our show podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share far and wide. Thanks for listening. We'll hear you next week.
0: It's like the police knew who he was before they got here.
1: From iHeart Podcasts, a medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life.